When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. All right, back and maybe not necessarily better than ever here as we continue presented by Progressive Insurance. I was just listening to Christine Lisi's Sports Center here, and she just told us that Max Scherzer of the New York Metropolitans has gone on the injured list, on the disabled list, injured list. And I was just thinking of my dear friend Bubba, who this morning was named the handsomest person on the staff of this show, is the handsomest member of the hashtag crew. So he's riding high and feeling good about himself. But all of a sudden, your ace is down. What is your reaction to this, Bubba? Yeah, I mean, not good. Um, it's never never good to go on the IL in September. They're saying he's going to miss one or two more starts. There's only two more starts for him, basically. I mean, I guess I'll take him at his word. He's saying it's not that big of a deal. He thinks he should be fine after that, but... The biggest thing is the the Braves right now. The Braves are unbelievable, playing so well. The Mets aren't even playing that bad, but the Braves are, I think, 20-5 and in their last 25 games. It's now a tie in the NL East, so we we can't afford to have this right now. Uh, We had a doubleheader against the Pirates today, DeGrom pitching one of the games, so need to sweep that and get back on top. Can't afford to lose the NL East right now to the Braves. You are indeed in a flat-footed tie right now at 85-51, and with the Braves, and let me look at the Braves' last... Yeah, I mean, that's just a lot of Ws. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's I mean, the Mets aren't even doing that bad. They have a good record, but the Braves have been unbelievable. It's crazy. I'm looking here. They, they had a one bad little stretch there when they played St. Louis. They lost three straight games. Outside of that, they've barely lost a game. My God. Yeah, you're right. The Braves are coming on, and the Mets are, are, are trying out desperately to hold them off, and now... They're going to be without Scherzer for a start or two. Not good news for my main man, Bubba. But how much solace do you take in your handsomeness? If the fact that on the app that has named the handsomest quarterbacks in the NFL, we all uh, tested ourselves, and you actually tested the highest. How much solace from this Max Scherzer injury do you take in being handsome? Now, that helps a lot. Yeah, I mean, it definitely it always feels good to, when, you know, at the end of the day, knowing you're just so good looking, it really helps because that's just ancillary, you know, the Mets and Scherzer and all that. You know, I can go home at night and just know I'm handsome. It, it feels good. You know, so it's an interesting question. I, I, I don't know why I'm getting so sidetracked here. I've got a ton of football stuff I mean to get to, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Nuno, if I gave you the following option, you could either be the richest person in the world or the best looking person in the world or the smartest person in the world? In what order would you select those? You could be the richest person in the world, the best-looking person in the world, or the smartest person in the world. Just as you're presenting it. Richest, best-looking, smartest. See, here's the tragedy, and maybe the downfall of our species. Everyone would take smartest last. <laughs> right? There's not a person... Who would take? Who would say? Oh, well, I'll start with smartest. Like in an honest moment, wherever you are, you're in your car right now. You're driving. You're listening to Greeny. You're sitting in your house. You're doing whatever you're doing. You just you just picked your head up because I just asked a question that interested you. 
And you're all put off. Oh, Greeny, that's not true. I'm a doctorate in this and I've got a... I would absolutely... No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Because you know who's having more fun than the smartest person in the world? The richest person and the best looking person. The other, that's a tough one. Richest versus best looking is tough. Because Chris Rock once had a great line about being rich. He said, money will turn a bald spot into a part. So if you're rich, you're all of a sudden a lot better looking. You know, you're, but I think better looking, first of all, if you were that good looking, what would you need money for? People, I just feel like if you were that good looking, people would just shower you with money everywhere you went. I was going to say, if you're, if you're the best looking, you're going to get money. Yeah. So it, 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 you can't go the other way. So I think best looking, I think, might be the answer. How about you're, best if looking? If you're best looking, yeah. you're going to get money. And then, yeah, you're not going to be smart, but whatever. But you'll get best looking and money. So I think that's best looking should be the answer. I think so. I think I would go best looking one, richest two, smartest three. That's horrible. I mean, I'm disgusted with us, but at least we're honest. I, mean, I, I think that is. I think that is where most people would net out. And that, again, is the downfall of our species. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. All right, for just joining me here, we shuffled around some things early in the show. So I gave you my KOD picks earlier, but I know a lot of people tune in here for our second hour, so let me go through them again. Um, much to the chagrin of the fans of these teams, players, and stars. Oh, is Jeff Saturday here? Oh, beautiful. Set, get him set up. Go ahead. Just go. You, I'll, I'll go through my picks. Jeff, you listen to them, and Jeff, come sit over here, and then you can react. Actually, Jeff Saturday is a very handsome man, too. I'm going to get to the handsome stuff in just a minute with Saturday as well. But as my hardworking staff here puts together his microphone and, and, and everything else that he needs, I'll go through my KOD picks. So I have picked my preseason selections. My MVP is Josh Allen. My offensive player of the year is Devontae Adams. My defensive player of the year is Micah Parsons. My coach of the year is Nick Sirianni. And my rookie of the year is Brees Hall of the Jets. My Super Bowl teams are the Buccaneers and the Ravens. Those are the Greeny KOD picks. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. Jeff Saturday, your kiss reaction. What are you jumping on? I actually like here. Here's I, I'm I'm gonna go. Uh, I went Chargers for the uh, the Boy, AFC. Everybody is in love with the Chargers. That coach scares me to death. Is he aware he has a punter? <laughs> he has he has made some questionable calls. Their roster. Tom Telesco, their general manager, has done a fantastic job of building it. I think Mac and Bosa on the edge. J.C. Jackson, uh, Derwin James being healthy at every level. You look at them. They are now a better football team uh, than they were last year. They've shored up. They still, the right tackle is still going to be an issue. They drafted a right guard. Um, but your Northwestern uh, shut down Rashawn left Slater. tackle has been an absolute stud, which has helped Herbert. So when you look at that, I'm, I'm, giving them, uh, I'm going to give them the nod in the AFC because it's just such a – it's such a gauntlet. I'm going Bucks in the NFC uh, as well. I love your Micah Parsons pick. I, this dude is – he's just next level. My only issue, this is, and this has been difficult for me, Aaron Donald, to me, deserved a league MVP mm. at some point and has never gotten the nod because of the position he played. He's still going to be, I mean, this guy is the most dominant 
defensive lineman that we have seen that he has never gotten that nod. And, and, I, and I get it. We're an offensive-driven league. It's all about quarterbacks, and that's what sells. I understand that. But it, 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 would, it would pain me if – because Micah Parsons is going to, at some point, take that same role, right? As you age out and, and, and the position he plays will tend to shine more. Um, but I, I love that pick from you as well. I think that's solid. Let me ask you about Aaron Donald because we're all getting set as we watch the kickoff of the NFL season tomorrow, Rams and Bills, we'll see Donald. I think most people who, who are expert in this believe he's the best player in the NFL. Yes. You can have Mahomes, you can have Allen, you can have Rodgers, you can have Brady, that the actual best player is Donald. You played in the interior of the offensive Ooh. line. I mean, through, how would you describe Aaron Donald's greatness? Manimal. Half man, half it. Dude yeah. is, I mean, he is next level. And here, here's what it is. He is built low to the ground. He's not a big human being, right? So, But he's so explosive, and he understands leverage in, in, in its totality. So he understands when a, what a guy is trying to do and will use your strength against you. And I have watched him time and time again. And, and he's also very predictive. So what does that mean? That means when he sees a play or an alignment by the offense, he begins to kind of tilt his way. Hey, I'm going to slant here or I'm going to jab step and olay the guy. He, he, has, he has predicted the play and, can, and has the athleticism to execute to shut that play down. There are guys I played against. Chester McLaughlin was one of those guys. Chris Jenkins was one of those guys. Wilford was one of those guys. They saw the game and understood the game, but but they could you know play in and play out. Donald can make you pay for it, not just recognize it. And I think that has been just the, the ability for him to do what he did, does as a pass rusher, in and of itself, makes him a Hall of Famer. And then you watch him week in and week out, and be. We talk about this all the time with quarterbacks being a a, a, a cultural, you know, changer in the locker room, right? They change culture in the buildings. That's Aaron Donald. And to have a defensive lineman do that, it just, it doesn't happen. I mean, he has been the best football player probably for the last eight years in the NFL or seven years in the NFL. That's how good he's been for that long. Greeny is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Played. Yeah, uh, FanDuel Sportsbook, make every moment more. There's something on the screen that I need explained to me. Okay, so our show, of course, is Coast to Coast on ESPN Radio. We're a podcast every single day. There's a lot of different ways you can hang out with the hashtag crew. But one of them, an excellent one, is that we stream every day on ESPN+. Plus. So you can watch it live on ESPN+, Plus, or you can watch it anytime you want as this day goes on on ESPN+. Plus. And we have a wonderful crew that puts the television presentation together. And on the screen right now, it says, Bills versus Rams, yeah. tomorrow, 820 Eastern. Both teams have 49% chance to win, according to ESPN's fifth FPI. What's the other 2%? Tie. There's a 2% chance this game is a tie? There's no freaking way there's a 2%. I'm not a, what is, what, what is I'm the actuary? But I'm years? just saying. I'm not an actuary. I'm just saying that has to be the numbers. There's no conceivable <laughs> chance that if this game is played 50 times, it'll be tied once out of every 50. Is one Agreed. NFL game tied every 50? 
It, it, no so, chance. So, there are how many games are there played in an NFL season? I'm very bad with this kind of math. You got to figure out 16 teams you, or 32 teams are playing 17 games each. Yeah, what, what is that? So they, there's average about one tie a year. It's about right. You get about one tie. So there's a, a lot year. more than 50 games, right? I, I agree. There's like a million oh, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way in the world there's a two percent chance this game ends in a tie. How can both teams have a 49 percent chance to win? It's a this great doesn't question. make sense to me. Your genius won't be recognized until you're long gone. But no, it's no, a great can you question. explain it? Jeff doesn't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> no, I wish we had a nerd sitting we need here. Hembo. <laughs> this is why people shake nerds. <laughs> you know where Hembo is right now? Baby duty. Two of them. Yeah. He's got, you know, he has two babies? Oh, yeah. Did oh, you yeah. see that he named one of them after me? <laughs> is that the sweetest thing yes, ever? He named one of his daughters Michelle. He loves, he adores you. He, he does. adores you. He named his Michelle. <laughs> She's obviously the better of the two. Absolutely. Already. There's, yeah. there's no doubt. The, I have already, chosen yeah. <laughs> between the two twins. Michelle is the, su- the superior twin to Charlotte. I, I love you. I, I feel bad saying that about poor Charlotte. But <laughs> poor Charlotte's already, she's already the underdog. She's all because of Greeny. Poor her, she's named after like a grandma or something yeah, like yeah. that. But they named Michelle after me, and, and that's obviously the better twin. All right, can you hang around a little bit? Uh, i got to go at the go? first take, but I hope, hopefully what I can. What time are you on? Uh, I think i got 10 minutes, 10 more minutes. Okay, I have to take a break. Hopefully, Jeff Saturday can come back because we have to get to the most important thing. I have to ask you the most important question that we face as a society, as a people, (laughs) as a civilization. I will will ask that next on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. That's exactly right, Jeff. Saturday in the house for just a moment. He's going to have to get up and jump and run out of here to go do first take in a minute. So you'll know when he does. I'm presented by Progressive Insurance. We're live at the Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. Okay, here's the question of the day. Okay. You ready for this? I'm we ready. sort of stumbled upon this innocently. I'm giving you the option right now of being one of the following three things. Okay. You could either be the best looking person in the world, the richest person in the world, or the smartest person in the world. <laughs> in what order? Would you stack them? And what order would you rank them if I'm giving you the choice, whichever one you want most? Richest, smartest, 
best luck. You're, you're, see, my theory is the downfall of our civilization is that no one wouldn't put smartest third. You'd rather <laughs> be the smartest person in the world than the best looking person in the world. Yeah. You think right now, who's the smartest person? I don't even know. Whoever the world <laughs> chess champion is, is enjoying <laughs> life more than George Clooney is. I'm just throwing examples it's a out good there, point. Right? It's a good G- point. George Clooney, if I could come back in life, if there was such a thing as reincarnation, right. I'm coming back as that guy, right? <laughs> yeah. You look like that, don't make a damn bit of difference. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be successful. You would rather be like out That's there like point. Pawn to Queen 4. <laughs> That's a good point. I was thinking I could create, some, being the smartest, I could create something that would make me the second richest man in the world <laughs> so then that would fix everything right well, because but no, but part we parcel, know yeah. looks looks if you're rich you're great looking and if you're really smart which helps make you rich you're you're great looking so that would be the one that i would say but if you're taking like the george clooney matthew mcconaughey route there of hey man you just got to look good and go that's a great point i mean point well taken richest has got to be Easy, e- easily in the number one spot because you are you now you're brilliant and you're great looking. Okay, but hold on. So let's let's hold on a minute. Let's live in a world where you are the richest person in the world, but you are genuinely ugly, like yeah. troglodytic level ugly. It's not gonna matter. And stupid. It's not gonna matter. <laughs> like literally, Jeff Bezos just walks up to you in the street one day and says, "I don't want all this money. Here it you is. take it." That's how you got it. <laughs> but you are terrible looking and a, just a complete numbskull. Yeah. You're still taking that over being the best looking? Yeah, you're, ri- you're riding richest. You're riding richest. Yeah. I'm riding best looking. No I'm, way. I'm riding it. And poor? You're, so you're the richest guy in the world, but you are. You would I mean, be I poor mean, in the ways yeah, that I matter. Mean, you're, 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 the, you're, <laughs> you're so poor. No one will talk. It doesn't matter how good. They just look at you and go, oh, he's really good looking. No one talks to you. No one wants to hear from you. No, but everyone would talk to you. And <laughs> no. Every, it doesn't matter if you're dumb. You're dumb. They yeah. don't want to talk to you. You're oh, dumb. They, I mean, Look, you've never met a dumb, good-looking person <laughs> that you want to talk to. What do you? You want to look at them? You want to talk to them? I know. I'd rather have people want to look at me than want to talk to me. Like my whole life, that's been my problem. Everyone wants me to talk. Oh, Greeny, talk. You're a talker. No, no, no one is like, oh, Greeny, just sit there. Just let me look at you, Greeny. I just want to stare at you. <laughs> That's what I, I would like. This. That would be a great way to live. Oh, and I, again, I think the downfall of our we would be a better species if you would choose. Like I don't know if you went out into the animal world, yeah. they would all take like all these animals. If you somehow could explain these options to them, <laughs> they would all you take smartest. Crazy. Right? Because then they would have like survival options yeah. and eating options. It's like and Planet all of the Apes. Of, all of a sudden, they are now, yeah, they, they now would rule all be, the earth. Yeah. They would all take smartest. Right. And that's why they're all coming on. <laughs> <laughs> we're all taking riches. We're getting caught from behind. And you're taking best looking. As a species, we're the Mets. And all these other species are the Braves. Right? They're like in the rear view mirror. They're hot as hell in September and they're coming on fast. And it's because they want to be smart. And we just want to be rich and good looking. Oh, I love it. It's facts. I wish it wasn't, but it's facts. Th- that is the downfall. They're telling me Jeff can stay? Okay, even better. So then you get to hear as we continue here with Jeff and a reminder that Disney Plus Day is tomorrow, a day of celebration, surprises, and exclusive premieres from Disney, Pixar, Star Wars, Marvel, National Geographic, and The Simpsons. And don't miss other new favorites. Nothing's bigger, nothing's better, nothing beats Disney Plus Day. All these and more streaming tomorrow. Meanwhile, the list is what determines who matters in this business. All right, so today's green list, and the green list, Jeff, is uh, the top five, this, that, or the other, as chosen exclusively by me, 
the world's foremost authority on all matters. So I put together a top five list every day. Today, these are my five top five MVP candidates who are not quarterbacks. Ooh, I like this. So to be clear, none of them has a chance to win this award. Right. Because a quarterback will win the award. But if you eliminated all the quarterbacks, these would be, in my opinion, the top five MVP candidates. Number five. Debo Samuel. I think Debo Samuel, for as long as Trey Lance is there, he is critically important to that team. Someone in the 49ers organization said we couldn't break the huddle without him last year. Trey Lance needs him. There's no doubt. Debo Samuel is enormous in this offense and gives them a number of different ways to put packages on the field that put a defense behind even before the play is called. Debo Samuel is definitely on that list. Number four. uh, Micah Parsons. I think Micah Parsons, and I said this earlier, if you were to eliminate the quarterbacks and you could start a draft where you could pick every player in the league, Micah Parsons might be the number one pick based on his age and all the different things he can do on a defense. If that team is going to be good this year their defense is going to have to be better than it was a year ago and he's the most important part absolutely the the the, the ability for him to play multiple positions at a dominant level there are a lot of guys who can go and morph from outside linebacker to pass rusher move inside if they have to in the nickel micah parson can play all of the positions and be dominant at those different positions, this guy is a noisemaker on defense. He's one of those guys, when you're setting a game plan, his name is on the top of your board and circled. Uh, top five, my green list, top five MVP candidates who are not quarterbacks. Number three. At three, I cheated. It's my list, so I can do this. I put two people together. It's Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, and here's the reason why. Hmm. If the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers are going to have any chance at finally getting to that elusive Super Bowl – I don't care what anybody says Rodgers isn't throwing them there. That offense is going to have to be built around the running game. They have as good a one-two punch at that position, I believe, as there is in the league. And Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, they're my pick. You look skeptical. Why? Yeah, I'm a little iffy on this, right? I mean, I, they, are, they are good players. They, it, your point of them having to use running backs to get to the Super Bowl, I fully agree with. To say that these two guys in particular would be better than Jonathan Taylor and Hines from, from Indianapolis, uh, yeah, you know. It's, it, but again, if Green Bay is getting there, I understand your thought process. These two guys, to me, don't separate themselves as much as Jonathan Taylor and uh, Naheem Hines. Feel in, free in, in to India. say, Greeny, you're an idiot. Like, well, you don't are. Be so nice. I mean, I, I, yeah, I was trying to be nice right there, but that's yeah, it's one of the trash picks of the day. Okay, again, yeah. you just picked the Colts. I mean, uh, nothing can be more predictable than Jeff Saturday picking someone from Indianapolis. It's the two best running backs in the game. That's why I picked Naheem them. Hines is better than A.J. Dillon? Yeah, yes. And what they're asking him to do, and Jonathan Taylor is better than Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon combined. Yes, I agree, yes. I do yeah, like Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is an absolute beast. And Hines plays a role where he can get split out into the slot. They can use him as a receiver or bring him back inside. He can do a number of different things. They will do that with both of those guys or, or, or try to get them in with Aaron Jones. But at the, at the end of the day, they're not the best two-back duo in the NFL. All right, let me get the last two quickly in here because I know you need to yeah, go. Number and, two. And just jacked up. Number two is Devontae Adams. I I believe that the acquisition of Devontae Adams, if the Raiders win that division, it's going to be because of him. It's the most competitive division of all time. He's the best receiver in the sport. It's his time to prove that it wasn't just Aaron Rodgers, that Rodgers will miss him as much as he will miss Rodgers. Carr is a 
well above average. I'm not sure what. Yes. I think Carr is a very, very good Absolutely. NFL quarterback. I think Adams is going to have a monster year. Monster year. And he is the key for the Las Vegas Raiders to have any chance at breaking out of this division. He is definitely going to be the dude. And so as you look at him, I totally agree with this pick. I think from Derek Carr, not only Derek Carr, but the, the – uh, the kind of addition that Renfro will have and Waller will have because of the attention that Adams draws outside of the box will make them even more prolific. This changes their entire dynamic of their team because of that one play. But at number one, number one, I will go Aaron Donald, the guy we talked be. about earlier today. He's the best player on the defending champs. If they're going to win it again, it's going to be because he's the best player. Absolutely. And if you didn't, I would have closed your computer and you'd have been lost in life. So that's 100%. You finally got, you, you, you got the number one. Again, this guy should have already won a true MVP. He won't get it because of his position. This guy is the most dominant interior lineman in the NFL and has been since he started. That is today's green list. The top five MVP candidates who are not quarterbacks. I got to let Jeff go and I got to open up the phones to you. 888-SAY-ESPN 888-729-3776 Your calls. The game is called What Do You Want to Know? You ask a question, I'll answer it. Next on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. But I did want to play this for those of you who didn't get a chance to hear it. This is Brian Kelly. This is, what is the expression that the kids use these days, Nuno? This is cringe. I mean, this is startlingly cringe, right? So Brian Kelly, they lose Sunday night on a, a blocked extra point at the end. Then yesterday he's got his news conference and he's opening it up to questions. I'm just going to give you some context of what it is you're about to hear. And he seems to be sort of good-naturedly chiding the reporters for being late to his news conference and they're having none of it listen to this we'll open it up to this late arriving uh, media crowd that uh, must have uh, enjoyed the the weekend um that's usually ten dollars um that we put in the kitty um for we'll, we'll have a big bash at the end of the year at my place <laughs> i don't think it has anything to do with winning I think it has to do with being on time. I'm not sure how clear it is. You could hear that voice in the back, but one of the reporters saying, well, maybe if you win, we'll be on time. I can't think of a more uncomfortable moment that I've seen in a, in a while. Like, Brian Kelly, look, that there are some things that work when you're winning that don't work when you're losing. I don't think if I'm Brian Kelly coming off of that loss, and I want to make it clear, I like Brian. You've heard him on this show a million times. He was the coach of Notre Dame. I knew him back in the day. I still, I mean, I know, I know him to whatever degree. I know him, um, and I like him. And I am rooting for him to do well at LSU. But what I think he's probably finding out is that as different an animal as Notre Dame is, and Notre Dame comes with its own particular set of unique characteristics, everything is just different in that SEC. You get to LSU, Alabama, Georgia. Like, that's just a different world. I will admit, I knew nothing of that 
<clears throat> before I got to ESPN. I wouldn't have known. Until you've sort of been in it, you don't know. And then you start living in it a little bit, as, as I do now professionally and as Brian is doing, and you realize everything is different down there. Like this stuff isn't just life and death. It's much more important. It's much more important than life and death. So you can't make jokes when you lose a game to a team you're supposed to beat on a blocked extra point at the end when you should have gone for the two. So that's just a very uncomfortable moment. He'll figure things out. He's an excellent coach, but it's not been a great start. We continue in 15 seconds. All right, Greeny with you on ESPN Radio. Look, I'm not going to get upset about All right, so there's, there's some news here that I will pass along in 30 seconds, and then we're going to get to the phone calls here. 888-SAY-ESPN. We will do what do you want to know. We'll get your takes on or your questions on anything that you would like to uh, you'd like to share here or ask me here. I'm sorry, I'm distracted because I'm reading the tweet at the same time. Anyway, we'll do that in 30 seconds after this word from ZipRecruiter. Hiring is challenging. Luckily, there's one place where finding qualified candidates is easy. ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. ZipRecruiter's powerful technology finds and matches the right candidates for you. Then you can easily invite your top choices to apply. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try it for free today at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. All right, breaking news, and it's not very surprising news. Rich Semini, who covers the New York Jets for us at ESPN, just tweeted, Source, quarterback Joe Flacco will start Sunday against the Ravens as at rap sheet. That's uh, Ian, uh, what's the first name's Ian, right? Rappaport from uh, NFL Network. Uh, as he said, uh, Zach Wilson with a knee gets at least another week to heal. Now, so now that's a source coming out of the Jets locker room. And, and I will just say, Mike Tomlin did not want anyone to know last week for whatever reason. I don't know what his reason was. Probably didn't. I don't know what it added. I don't know what it was. I don't know if he was just having fun with it. But for whatever reason, he didn't want it known that Mitch Trubisky was going to be the starting quarterback in Pittsburgh last week. And you know what happened? No one had a source saying it had been decided. Brooke Pryor and everybody else who covers the Steelers for us was in there every damn day. Mike, can you tell us? Mike, can you tell us? And he said, nope, I'll tell you when I'm ready. And that is how tight ships run. That's what works. So one of the first things we need is to clean up this nonsense with these leaks. Now, maybe everybody inside the building knows that Joe Flacco is going to be the starter. That's fine. It should stay inside the building. If the coach wants to announce it today, you know how I feel. I'm not crazy about it. I would rather have the Ravens preparing for both guys. But more than anything, I hope that the news that they want to stay internal stays internal. Because that's the way really good organizations work. All right, Greeny with you here. A few more things to do, but I want to make sure we get... I'm trying to get calls in every single day and make sure that we get a chance to hear from you. So my number is 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 729-3776. The game is called What Do You Want to Know? So we'll figure out what questions you would like to ask as you join us here on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Bubba, who's first? We're going to start with Tyler. All right, Kyler, what do you want to know? Tyler. Tyler, what would you like to know? Hey, Greeny, appreciate you guys. Um, just a question for all of you guys. Um, San Francisco 49ers over under 10 games this year. How good are they going to be? 
I have a feeling now all of a sudden I got Peter King and I got everybody on TV with me this morning saying that Trey Lance is going to get benched for Jimmy Garoppolo. This is like a month after I've got everyone telling me Trey Lance is going to be a sneaky MVP candidate this year. Nuno, which is it? Is is Trey Lance heading towards being benched or is he heading towards being an MVP? I think it's the... Here's the issue with him. I think it's more being benched, but if you're... If you're Kyle Shanahan, can you bench him after trading up to get him and making it seem like, or not making it seem like, everyone knowing you try to get rid of Jimmy G and you just couldn't get it done? Well, I mean, you can do it if Trent Williams and Debo Samuel and George Kittle and all these other guys come walking in there and saying, hey, coach, hey, coach, the kid is killing us. We're trying to win this year. And that guy sitting over there at the other corner of the room looking handsome, he took us to the Super Bowl a few years ago. So that's the way he can do it if he has no other choice. My honest impression is goes the other way. I think Lance is going to be good. I think he's going to play well. I don't think they're going to put him in a position to fail. I don't. I think Seattle is terrible. I think that uh, Arizona is taking a step backwards. So I think there's wins to be had in the division. I think they will win 10 games this year. So the answer to your question, Tyler, is I do think they get to 10 or 11 wins. Who's next, Bubs? Next, we have Ken. All right, Ken, you're on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. What would you like to know? Ken? Ken! Don't do this to me, Ken. Oh, Ken, you're killing us. Ken is killing us. Who's next, Bob? Real quick, uh, from Brian Costello, who covers the Jets as well. Earliest Zach Wilson will be available will be week four against the Steelers, Salah said. Wait, what? Yeah. What? (laughs) that's that's quite the turn of events yeah brian costello who covers the uh, jets for the new york post said the earliest zach wilson will be available will be week four robert sala said wilson is not quite ready and they are rolling with joe the earliest zach wilson will be available will be week four against the steelers you have got to be freaking kidding me wow oh my god I don't get a break. I, you know, I mean, I just don't get the season has it. Where's Brandon? Come, Brandon, come give me a hug. Brandon, my stage manager, who's the biggest Jet fan, you know, someone come hug me. I need a hug because this is just ridiculous. It's September 7th. Zach's not back till week four at earliest. He's not on pop. Oh, for crying out loud. That is so de- Call Samini. He's probably in Salah's press conference right now. I just can't take this. Here comes Brandon, my stage manager. Did you hear this? Come over here. I need a hug. Brian Costello just tweeted. No, come over here. Just come over here. Robert Salah just said, Zach Wilson is not ready. They're rolling with Joe. The earliest Zach Wilson will be available will be week four against the Steelers. Week four. Give me a hug. I need a hug. I mean, this is, I, I, don't, I don't know what to do. I, I, I mean, jump on a mic. Go ahead. Put Brandon on a mic for a second. Brandon Phillips, stage manager extraordinaire. What, what do we say here? What, 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 we're cursed. We just have a, a cloud that follows Zach earliest. Not even that he'll be back week four, but that the earliest he'll be ready for week four. So all the Jet fans who are counting on, well, we'll beat Cleveland because they won't have uh, Deshaun that week and all the rest of that. They open with, they open with the entire AFC North. So they got Baltimore, Cincinnati, Cleveland, and, uh, and then Pittsburgh. The earliest he'll be ready will be week four against Pittsburgh. Your thoughts, Brandon? Well, first and foremost, 
Can I do the single teardrop? Yeah, can sure. Go ahead, ahead. Yeah. If you can, if you if you're able to, go ahead. Oh my gosh! This first of all, this breaks my heart. Yes. All righty. Yes. Secondly, I mean, I guess the injury was more significant than we initially. We thought. could all see it. Like we could all. That's the point. We could yeah. all see it. Here, there's more from Costello. Oh no. Sala said Zach Wilson will work off to the side with the trainers this week, and then they will work him into practice in future weeks. So he, he's probably going to be healthy enough to come back. Week four, right. but then he's probably not going to come back until like week six. Earliest, earliest. Is week four. Right, gee whiz. All right, well, uh, we're going to go uh, no wins the first six, seven games of the season. We have what, week nine is our bye week? Yeah, here's Samini now. Wilson won't be available until Pittsburgh at the earliest per Sala. That's week four. So that's big news, Rich writes. Wilson won't play until week four at the earliest. Salah wants his QB to be at his best physically and mentally before playing Mm -hmm. him. Look, I have no issue with that. That's 100% fine with me. Uh, The the, the most important thing they're still doing for all the winning we want to do and all the the acquisitions they made, it's still more important to develop him right than it is to do anything else, than it is to do everything else combined. But this is just depressing. It's just a kick in the private area. I'm trying to think of what's a reasonable way I can phrase that. This is a kick in the stones. Kick kicking right the in the old jewels. Yeah. What is it? It's kicking the pants. In the pants. Right in the pants. Yeah. Yeah, from Long Island. Yeah. Big old kick in the pants. It's no good. All right. Brandon, thank you. <laughs> All right, Green. I'm just, I'm just sad. Now, yeah. now I'm just, should I take more calls? Nuno, what should I do? Like, I don't even know. How, I got seven minutes left in the show. What do I do? Yeah, we can I'm, take some more calls. I could take more calls, but I'm just going to take them sadly. <laughs> like, I'm going to sadly take calls. As I mentioned, that you can be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line by calling now at 888-SAY-ESPN. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one that fans deserve. Someone bring me a Dr. Pepper. Like, I would like to have, like, a nice sweet drink right now. I need something to cheer me up because I'm just sad. Bubba, who's next? Let's go to Neil. Neil? What do you want to know, Neil? Hey, what I'm wondering is if you think that uh, Kirk Cousins is going to really elevate his game under um, O'Connell, and if so, what you think uh, Jefferson's stats are going to look like. And actually, a third part is if you do think all that's going to happen, if maybe you miss somebody on that non-quarterback uh, MVP list. Who's that somebody, Justin Jefferson? That's Mr. Gritty himself. Well, but you got him and you got Thielen and you got Dalvin. And you got Alexander Madison, who I like. We're sitting here talking about whether or not Kirk Cousins is going to elevate his game. I opened the show today by mentioning Michael Irvin has picked Kirk Cousins as his preseason choice for MVP. I miss that. I miss the me that I was when I said that. Because now, Zach Wilson is out till week four at the earliest. And I'm a different person than I was when I first said that. Life was better then. Life was better an hour and 40 minutes ago. Bubba, who's next? I'm just sad. I'm pondering sad things now. I'm wallowing in sadness. I'm steeped in depression. Bubba, who's next? We're going to go to Billy. Billy, you're on ESPN Radio. Billy, what do you want to know? Billy? Oh, Billy. Come on, Billy. Billy is right now. You know what? Billy was thrown off by the Zach Wilson news. He can't take it. Billy is devastated as well. Here. What do they do? That's two callers that dropped before we went to them. Bubba's handsomer than I am. I don't know what the hell is going on here today. We got a weird day going. You got one more? 
Bubs? Yeah, we're going to go to Glenn. Glenn, you're on ESPN Radio. What do you want to know? Glenn. Good morning, Greeny. Morning. I want to change the subject a little. Go. Even though Ohio State and Michigan Power 5 Conference will probably finish at the top, where do you see your beloved Wildcats and the rest of the Big Ten shaking out at, sir? We're going to win the West. Northwestern wins the West every even year. We won the Big Ten West in 2018. We won the Big Ten West in 2020. We have banked a win against Nebraska already. Northwestern is going to win the Big Ten West again and play either Ohio State or Michigan in the Big Ten Championship game in Indianapolis. I have already reserved flights and hotel rooms for my entire family for that game, which has become a semi-annual rite of passage. Right? Is that right or is it biannual? What is something that happens every other year? That's semi-annual, right? Biannual will be twice a year. So we don't play in the Big Ten Championship game twice a year. We play in it once every two years. So it is semi-annual, and we will be there. All right, Bob, I'll lose the music. What can I say? I'm just distraught. I'm despondent. Because every single year, someone's season is ruined before it starts. That's the NFL. Last year, it happened to Baltimore. But because they're an extraordinary organization with an extraordinary coach and, and great chemistry and great um, culture, they managed to have a, a ridiculously respectable season and actually stayed in it until the middle of December. We're at the opposite end of that spectrum, and our season is ruined before it starts. Before it even starts, the quarterback is out until week four at the earliest. Why does this happen to me? What did I do? Why is it? For what am I being punished? That is the question that one must ask themselves in moments like this. All right, let's go back to the questions of the day. I asked the question, so on Twitter, at ESPN Greeny, I asked the question, which of the Alabama quarterbacks will have the best season? Are you ready for the answers that came in here today, Nuno? Let's do it. 23% said Tua. 25% said Mac Jones. 52% said Jalen Hurts. More than half. It's a plurality. 52% of the votes on my Twitter at ESPN Greeny have selected Jalen Hurts to have the best season of the three Alabama quarterbacks. Now, again, Mike Lupica sent me that tweet. He sent me a note and said the right answer is Bryce Young. I get it. He's going to win another Heisman in uh, Alabama, in Tuscaloosa. But the best of the NFL version of Alabama, my People voting on my poll think it's going to be Jalen Hurts. So we'll see. In Philadelphia, they have a season to be excited about. In New England, they have a season to be excited about. In, uh, where have I forgotten? Miami, they have a season to be excited about. All three of those quarterbacks. And the Jets have lost Zach Wilson until week four at the soonest. Look, I know I'm back here. I'm not 100% sure I can do this tomorrow. I just can't. I'm going to need some recovery time because this is just... The Pits. See you tomorrow. ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.